Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who love thrifting and have been reselling online for the past few years. We are sharing all of our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress each week with brand new episodes every Tuesday. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week, we will be talking about athletic brands, the top brands to pick up, and then some of these skippable brands. Yes. So athletic brands is kind of a cool category because especially like the last few years, athleisure has been so big and there's some brands that really can sell for a lot. So we did a top 10 denim brands a while ago of like bolo brands that you should know as a reseller to keep your eye out for. And we wanted to do the same thing with athletic brands. That way, if you're at the thrift store and you come across one of these, you know that you should pick it up. Totally. So before we get into the athletic brands, what is new this week? Yes, a lot is new. Well, not be that exciting, but (laughs) (laughs) number one, if you remember back to season two towards the end, I brought up how, you know, I've been a big fan of sourcing for home decor for my house on Facebook marketplace. Like basically before I buy anything new, I'm checking on Facebook marketplace if I can find a good deal for furniture. And I had found this like console table that I was going to use as like a media console underneath our tv in our living room yeah and it actually was like a cabinet that had a vintage record player inside but the record player wasn't really working and I had big ideas of how I was gonna like maybe like refinish it put new legs on it and like make it beautiful yeah and one day my husband told me that he thinks it's the ugliest thing he's ever seen he hates it (laughs) He thinks it looks total grandma. And I was like, well, why didn't you tell me this when we were picking it up? He's like, I thought I just couldn't see the vision. Like, I don't yeah. really know. And I'm like, yeah, it does seem like it'll be kind of a lot of work to fix it up. And even if it is fixed up, it's not like exactly what I wanted. So I'm like, I'll just try to relist it on Facebook Marketplace and try to sell it myself again. And I'm happy to report that it did sell on Facebook Marketplace. <gasps> yes so that was really exciting the guy came and picked it up and now we have an empty space beneath our tv once more (laughs) so did you end up turning a profit on it when you resold it so barely i i think i made 25 dollars more when we resold it but yeah so i mean win-win you made a little bit of money not really but a little bit and also got to have somewhere to hang my stockings up during the holiday season, which is like the main reason I wanted to have a table under there. And now the deal was, I told my husband if we listed it, that I could get a new console table for underneath it. And he wasn't going to like say anything about like if it costed a little more. Cause I was trying to be cheap by shopping on Facebook marketplace. So yeah, now I have, free reign to buy the perfect dream console table for underneath the tv so stay tuned awesome i might post about it on instagram when i get a new one yeah definitely i mean if you think about it if you were to just buy one 
from a store and then you know sometimes they have like 30 day return policy to like try it out or whatever and then you return it you just like net zero where at least you like made money on it you know yeah no it worked out great and I know I was kind of sad it was kind of growing on me by the end but (laughs) (laughs) wasn't meant to be okay my next update is that I had a sale on Depop last night. <gasps> no Back way. On Depop. Yes, I am. And I have a sale on the hook on Depop right now. So maybe I'm a Depop seller. Don't really know. Oh my gosh. But it was cool. So I sold this pair of Reformation. They're like wide leg sweatpants, lounge pants. Um, yeah. That I got at the bins. And someone bought them full price on Depop. For I think $68, which is really good. Nice. For a bins flip here. They are really cute pants and they are super soft. So I knew someone I'm like they might take a while to sell, but I feel like when they sell, they'll go for a good price. And then what was really cool, I'm mean, like thanking my past self on Depop because typically I feel like in the past I've offered free shipping on yeah. Depop and Mercari. But this most recent time when I was doing some cross listing. On Depop, I just had – there's basically a, a way on Depop where you can still ship it on your own, but just kind of put in a price for shipping that you want them to pay you. So I didn't, like, weigh anything, but I was just kind of, like, guesstimating on things, like, about how much I thought the shipping would be. And then that money will go just basically towards your total, but mm-hmm. kind of helps as, like, having the buyer pay for the shipping. So I had, right. had on there, like, $10 shipping, which oh, seems wow. kind of high. <laughs> But it was kind of a nice surprise because now I don't I literally don't have to pay for shipping yeah. on those pants when I ship them out. So that's really nice. Awesome. Or uh, maybe it was only five dollars. But either way, so they basically paid some of the shipping, which is really cool. Yeah. Sounds exciting. And then I have another person on there that's been messaging me about this sweater. And I think we just worked out a deal. She's been messaging following up about it and then i was like we were kind of negotiating on the price and then she said we kind of came to an agreement so i'm hoping that that sale will come through too today and now i'm like have a some sales on depop coming at me which is cool nice and both of them are like bins things that i thought were like kind of the depop customer of being like a little younger a little trendier a little more vintage you know yeah. Um, so I definitely want to keep cross-listing, especially some of my vintage stuff, over to Depop because I think I don't make a ton of sales, but when I do, they're usually full price and they're usually those um, kind of styles. Yeah, I feel like the vintage stuff does well over there where you get messages on it. So yeah, I feel like the modeling pictures really work on Depop too. Yeah, when you're I looking agree. at other people's listings, it's like a lot of modeling pictures. So definitely. What's new with you this week? So I took my own advice from the last episode of just trying to be a little more selective with the sourcing of not just trying to get like a million things, especially when I have the 20% off coupon at Play-Doh's. I feel like it's so easy to just like throw some things in that I really, I don't know. You're, I just, you're like, only feel buying because like, you're getting an extra deal and not yeah, really you I feel think like it's amazing. Th- yeah, they'll sell, they'll sell for, I'll make money on them for sure. And they're like pretty good, but it's not like slam dunks where it's like, my closet's getting kind of full. <laughs> kind of yeah. only want to get like slam dunks. So 
I only got seven items and all of them I feel like really good about and also too like now that it is January trying to not get as many like sweaters and stuff like that or like styles that are super like wintery I ended up I got a couple free people sweaters but they were like they're, they're more of like a knit shirt that and the the color schemes were very like spring so I feel really good about those I found some really good jeans I found girlfriend jeans I found mother jeans and I found Levi mile high cropped wide leg jeans which I've sold in the past so Everything I got, I was like, I feel really good about these. And there's no just, like, random kind of, like, pretty good. Like, I put a lot of things back, which I'm really proud of. I don't typically do that. I put, like, a few things back and then, you know, keep a few that are maybe not as high of a price point or something like that. So I'm feeling really good about that. Starting out 2022 with a good sourcing haul and following the, the goals from last week. Yeah, that's amazing. I feel like, especially when we're sourcing at like Buffalo or Play-Dohs now, especially trying to bring some stuff from the bins or like old inventory to a buy, sell, trade store, that's like going to be my mentality too. It's like not trying to just like get everything just because I can get a few dollars on it, but being really selective and really only trying to get those super good items um, that will have a super high flip. Yes completely agree all right so that brings us to our listener q a section this week we received an email and it is from jill and she says hi i have a such a goofy question how do you communicate with likers privately i always hear you say that you talk to them first before making an offer through a bundle i can't figure it out eye roll emoji (laughs) And dot, 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 I really want to do that. Oh my gosh, you both are angels and you've helped me so much on this incredible journey. Thank you. Kudos. That is such a good question. It can be confusing on Poshmark of how you exactly get to the, the bundle where you're able to comment back and forth privately. I know like when we were both first started on Poshmark, I kind of thought you had to just like publicly be discussing this all in the comments of the items. Yeah. But that is not the case. You can actually go into anyone's bundle and that's like the best way to like, uh, that's the best way for us to communicate with people that are liking our items. So all you need to do, so if someone likes an item from your closet, there's a couple ways to do this now. So the first way is if you get the notification, so-and-so has liked your listing, you can just click on their name. And then from there, it'll take you to their closet where they have all of their listings that that person that liked your item has for sale. And you can click on, there'll be a little circle that has their profile picture that has a little shopping bag icon next to it. It's usually in the top right corner. And you click on that. That's going to take you to your bundle of their closet. So that's where it gets a little confusing sometimes because it'll take you to what looks like a bundle, but you're actually in like as if like you were, if you were in their a... closet. Yeah. 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 So then from there, there's a little drop down menu on the top corner and you can drop down and there's a button that says switch to sell view. So if you click that, 
then it will reverse it and it will show as if that person is shopping from your closet, which is what you want. And there you can usually see um, that the, the item that they have liked will show in a little section of that person's likes from your closet. From there, you can click on the little plus sign and add it to their bundle. And there's also a comment box where you can message them. So that's a really good way. If someone's liked a bunch of items from your closet, um, you can go in, or even if they only liked one item, we usually go in to their bundle and send them a message there. And then another great way to send messages to people's bundles is with the new My Shoppers feature. So this is another way to access this. If you go to your seller tools, there's a new feature that's called My Shoppers. If you click on that, you basically get a list of everyone who has liked items recently or added items to their bundle, um, any recent shopper activity that's been made with the items in your closet, you can see all of those people there. And there's different ways that you can filter that information based on whatever you want to look at it as. And if you click on any of those people, it'll take you straight to their bundle in your closet very easily that way too. So you don't have to do any like switching from sell view to buy view or whatever. Yeah. Um, it'll just take you right to your closet bundle with that person. And it puts a little red dot next to the ones that are new. So if you have yes. like four new likes, they'll be like the first four people will have a red dot next to them and then the rest of the people won't. So you can, I just noticed that yesterday and it's super helpful to figure out like where you left off or like the last yeah. people you have talked to. So that's super helpful. Yeah. And it's nice there too. Cause of all the people in your, my shoppers section will have a little checkbox by them and you can just select any of the people that have, that's kind of what we've been doing lately is just going through and selecting all the people that have liked items since the last time we checked our Poshmark closet. And then yeah. there's a section or there's a drop down menu that says actions. And there's one of the options to send a comment to the bundles and you can just send all the people that recently liked items, the same offers message that you've predetermined or copy paste from your phone. Definitely. So yeah, that is a little confusing. Maybe that's something we could make like a IGTV or a reel about how we do that um, over on our Instagram. Yeah. If that's something you'd be interested in seeing, but we both definitely recommend personally, like reaching out to the people that have liked the items in your closet. We make a lot of sales by doing that. Pretty much all of our sales from doing that. And yeah. it, it makes it a little more personal. And then there's also, that also shows the person shopping your closet, you know, like you, maybe they didn't really feel comfortable just commenting on the item because that's a little more public and maybe they didn't know about this whole bundle section where you could comment privately back and forth. So it's a good way to, you know, give them a space where if they do have any questions, they might feel more comfortable asking you about that there rather than on the actual listing. Definitely. And you can send an offer without a shipping discount in the bundle. So mm -hmm. that's really nice too. So it doesn't have to like take a piece out of your profit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good point. We also love that sending um, comments in the bundles. If you're ever having a sale on your closet or a promotion yeah. you're running, 
that's like the main way we promote any sale we're having is by commenting on people's bundles. Good question, though. And thank you so much for the email. If anyone ever has questions or feedback, please email us at sistersuposh at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram. We love hearing from you. All right. So next up, we are bringing to you live our Posh News Update. Each week, we'll give you an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, or what's going on in the reseller community. All right, so this week's Posh News Update is an update that we've talked about before, but there has been some developments since we last spoke about it. So we wanted to get everyone up to date on what's going on. Yes, the story has been changing so fast. (laughs) We recorded our premiere episode on January 2nd, and I think like a week later, you already you did record a little blurb in last week's episode trying to correct it, but things have changed again. <laughs> you already know what we're talking about. We're talking about the Poshmark January seller campaigns. They originally advertised they were going to be doing a campaign every day. You list an item of a certain category. You get $5 Posh credit added to your account. And yeah. Last we updated, some of the campaigns had started disappearing for people. People were confused. People were commenting on Poshmark's Instagram being like, where are the campaigns? (laughs) It's January 4th. Like, why are they gone? Yeah. And Poshmark was kind of being like, oh, they'll be back soon. Smiley face, smiley face. So vague. Everyone was like, like, you said they were going to be every day of January. Like, what? Okay, so fast forward to about like January, I don't know the dates, probably like 10th, 12th-ish range. Yeah. And a campaign, well, two things. The old campaigns popped back up for people, but now they had different expiration dates or like due dates on them Mm. than original. They used to be due like in early January, but now they were saying like, do Christmas Eve. And it's like, that doesn't make sense because like, I know. It was a January thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then second of all, they had a new campaign, but it was a little different. It was for if you list something that was specifically Patagonia brand, then you get $1 of posh credit, which people were a little bit mad about this because the campaigns, the, the, the campaigns, the campaigns up until that point had been like, okay, you list like a running shoe. It could be like any brand, a any sweatshirt. Style. Yeah, sweatshirt, like I can't or like an electronic, like any yeah. kind of electronic. Um, and it was five dollar credits and the actual category was way more broad. So now it's like a specific what I would consider to be more high end brand that's like a little harder to find way more niche. sometimes. And you only get one dollar. It was kind of weird. Second of all, Poshmark did come out and say, I don't know if this was on, I don't think they posted about this on their Instagram. I just saw other people sharing screenshots of like an email that they had received when they had asked Poshmark about it. And basically what happened is they didn't expect so many people to participate in the campaigns. So they didn't budget enough for these credits they were planning to give out all month long in January. And so they had to end it after like four days. And then they came back with the Patagonia. And I guess I haven't checked, but I think that was the last one. (laughs) They haven't even continued. (laughs) I haven't seen any more. I don't even think I saw the Patagonia one for me. 
Yeah, I think I'm sure it's in there if you check, but it, it expired on January 14th. Now it was only up for like a day. But yeah, all the rest of them. Oh, and now they changed the due dates back again. That's weird. Oh. Yeah, so it's been drama. It's um, been a lot going on. Yeah. I mean, originally when we talked about this, we were like, oh man, like you could do one of these every day and get $5 and like that'd be a pretty decent so amount amazing. for the month. Like, very yeah. optimistic and then kind of the tides have turned where like I- i'm funny that they are we're so shocked that people were going to be so into these i mean yeah then the flip side i can see like in comparison to the amount of people that probably do their other right. campaigns the usual ones about like posting on facebook about where you posh from for like five bucks yeah um, <laughs> like not a lot of people are doing that i'm sure <laughs> So I'm sure, you know, everyone on Poshmark, especially resellers, you know, yeah, could find these categories pretty easily or like find an old listing and like delete it and use the photos from it, make a new listing. But yeah, so that's kind of where that's at. But yeah, there hasn't been one since uh, the Patagonia one for $1. I think they probably are just bowing out of it all. Um, <laughs> They're just taking people the hell. Were, people were pretty mad about the the Patagonia kind of was just like it would have been better to just not do it yeah <laughs> I'm sure they got more comments after that where they're like really one dollar <laughs> when the so shipping much. is like seven bucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah I saw people posting about that they're like we give 20% of every sale we make and you know xyz and it's like they didn't have to come out and say they were going to do it every day of january right but it's like if you say it you kind of got to follow through because it just looks really bad to um (laughs) kind of go back on your word yeah exactly they should have done like one a week in january people would have still been happy about that they should have just not specified how many there was gonna be (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then just like if it became that's probably what we'll be seeing from now on it's just like random ones popping up yes i'm sure that they had a big internal meeting about that <laughs> about how that could have been better handled but i right. think it's hilarious to be honest yeah <laughs> we knew it was a little too good to be true when it first was coming out i think deep down yes i totally agree <laughs> but yeah but that yeah. is the update as of today i mean who knows maybe next week there'll be even more updates on this but we will keep you guys posted as we see anything come through definitely all right so that brings us to the main section of the episode our top 10 activewear brands that we are on the lookout for when sourcing yes so these 10 brands that are in no particular order these are just 10 bolo brands that we know know of or have heard of some of them we've sold and have more experience with some of them we're still on the lookout for trying to get our hands on so we'll just let you know a little bit about each one yes so the first one no surprise here is lululemon specifically when we're looking for lululemon items we're looking for the leggings high-waisted and full-length in our experience have sold the best the crop styles I've definitely sold some crop styles before but I think they go for a slightly lower price yeah Lululemon is a brand that 
you know, I think anytime we find it, we're super excited about. And if you can get a good price on it, it's usually still worth picking up, even if it's not like the most ideal style. You can still usually sell it quickly and for a good flip. But definitely those like high rise, long, yeah, full length leggings are the best item to find from Lululemon. Yes. So what are the style names of some of the most popular styles people are searching on Poshmark right now? The Align pants or the Wonder Under yoga pants. Both of those in like a high rise full length do really well. They usually sell quickly and for a lot. I think with Lululemon, some of the other categories that do well, they have like some of those zip up like sweatshirt jacket kind of things. Yeah. Those also do pretty well. You really can't go wrong with much Lululemon, if I'm honest. Maybe like the super low rise old styles or maybe you would pass based on condition. But if it's in good condition and you can get a good price on it, we're picking it up. Yeah. I think one thing would be like older styles of like the tank tops. Sometimes I feel like at like Plato's Closet, a lot of times they have Lululemon marked up a lot. So just being careful of that. Yeah. I know at my Plato's too and Buffalo, like they have it too high like to resell. Way up. They have it like yeah. what you'd sell it for on Poshmark. But yeah. at the thrift but, store or especially at the bins, if you could find it. Yeah. I remember I found two pair of Lululemon leggings one time a year and a half ago. And I listed them like right when I got home and they sold in a bundle instantly. <laughs> it was crazy. So definitely worth it. Our next activewear brand is Outdoor Voices. So this is another one where leggings are kind of the item to be looking for. I found one of those, like, I don't know what to call it, like a workout, like romper, where it's like leggings plus a tank top, but together. (laughs) Like just one big, like like a a unitard. unitard. Yeah. Yeah. I found an Outdoor Voices Unitard, and it sold really quickly, too, for a good price. So this is another, like, high-quality activewear brand. I feel like they're known for, like, having bright colors. I was at the mall this past week, and I, like, walked by their store, and it's just, like, super bright and colorful, like, really, like, happy vibes. And almost like a color block. Like, a lot of them are, like, two-tone. Yeah. The same color family, but, like, dual-tone kind of. Definitely. I also think like a lot of the, not all of them, like I'm sure they have other styles too, but what's super popular for Outdoor Voices is the set where it's like a high rise, like full length legging. And then the top always has like a high neck kind of. Yeah. Like a high neck crop bra top. Yes. Um, I feel like those are like the bread and butter of Outdoor Voices. Definitely. And you find these all the time at Play-Doh's for a pretty good price. Yeah, so at Plato's, typically they have them for like 10 bucks, the leggings. So, I mean, if I have a coupon or even depending on the style without the coupon, I'll pick them up for that price. I don't know why my Plato's has them, and they're always in like perfect condition too, but like without the yeah. tags. So, I don't know where they're getting these from or what, but they have, I found them too, like the matching sets at Plato's. In the same size, so you can sell them together too, which is awesome. So, huh. <clears throat> this is a brand I really like picking up and am able to find pretty often. 
Yeah, I feel like at mine, they have it priced sometimes closer to what they have the Lululemon priced at. So mm. just check your your store. They might not be, they might not know about Outdoor Voices as much and yeah. might be able to snag a good deal. All right, the next brand on our list is Spiritual Gangster. This one, I would say, unlike Lululemon and Outdoor Voices so far, is a little bit more hit or miss, but you can find some items from this brand that will sell for quite a bit. So we still wanted to include it, especially when it comes to like, they make like a lot of jogger sweatpants that have like a stripe down the side. And then they have high rise yoga pants too. And they've also got a lot of collaborations. And I feel like some of those do really well. So if it's like spiritual gangster X, some other brand, check into it. If you happen to find one of those. Definitely. Something to note for this one too is they sell it sometimes at like TJ Maxx or Marshalls, which is great, but sometimes that means it's oversaturated on Poshmark if everyone could find like the exact same pieces, you know? So definitely like check comps on these. I've found a sweatshirt at a Goodwill and it was another one of those that sold really quickly for a good price. And I feel like at Goodwills and stuff, they don't typically know this brand. So if you find it, it's not going to be marked up like Lululemon or anything like that. Yeah. I'm just looking at the sold comps on Poshmark, just filtering them by ones that are like between $50 and $100 from Spiritual Gangster. And they've done a collab, I guess, with Peloton that has mm. that's selling really high for like over $100. If you have like the full set of like the pants and the sports bra, those do really well. And then like you're saying, like the sweatshirts do still do pretty good depending on the style. So definitely look into it if you come across it. Our next top 10 activewear brand is Patagonia. So I love picking these up. The quarter zip fleece jackets, I would call it. I can typically find them for a decent price. And then you can flip them for really anywhere between like $50 to $100, depending on the style. So definitely worth it. I haven't really picked up a lot of other styles from Patagonia. I I guess I've sold a t-shirt that did sell really quickly and like a hundred of those jackets (laughs) (laughs) yeah the one thing to keep in mind with the jackets is just looking for pilling if they're if it's super worn or it has like a company logo on it it's probably not worth picking it up I know some resellers still pick them up with a company logo on it and they are able to get it off I haven't done that yet so I don't know exactly how easy that is but if if the fleece is super worn I won't pick it up yeah I still want it to be in good condition I feel like Patagonia is getting really good press all the time too right now for being like a really sustainable brand buying it like yeah. full retail so it has like a really good following because of that I think they offer too like if you have a if you buy something from them, it's like almost like a lifetime guarantee. You can like send it in and they'll like refix your jacket for like mm. ever. Yeah. So a lot of people really like the brand. So if you can get your hands on one second hand and resell it, they they do really well. And then they also are known for, this doesn't really have to do with reselling, but I know that they're just a brand that's known for treating their employees really well, um, mm. which is just kind of. I feel like a good sign of the brand and means that it will be around for a long time. And, you know, I can see why people love it. I I know for retail, they, this last year, they closed all their stores 
from December 26th through like January 1st to give all their employees time off, which is like unheard of for retail. Yeah. Um, And yeah, just everything. I I just feel like I just always see like articles about them and like what they're doing for their employees, like all the time. So really cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Another great yoga brand is Aloe Yoga. Um, It's spelled A-L-O. And these are just another like higher end athletic wear brand that mainly makes like high rise yoga pants and yoga sets. If you find those, they like Lululemon usually sell quickly and for a good flip. I feel like it's a little less known than Lululemon, but the people that know about it know about it. And the sets cost like well over a hundred dollars for the pants and tops. So if you could find them at a thrift store, you can, people are looking for a good deal on these on like resale markets. Yeah, definitely a good one to keep an eye out for. Another top activewear brand is Girlfriend Collective. So this is another one too, where it's, you know, the leggings or the sets that are doing really well as far as price go. Also their shorts, I'm looking at their sold on Poshmarks and there are some shorts that have sold for well over $50. So I think this is a a brand that retails for quite a bit. Yes. So Girlfriend Collective, I kind of thought it was the same brand as Girlfriend Denim when I hear Mm. people talk about it on Instagram because, as you know, that's like a good denim brand to pick up. But yeah, this is a separate brand, Girlfriend Collective, that's more focused on the activewear. But either brand, definitely pick it up. They're both really good. And I feel like more rare to find at thrift stores, but if you find them, they sell really quickly. Okay, the next brand, brand number seven, is Spanx. So Spanx, you kind of think of as being more of like shapewear. Typically, that's what I think of at least. But they actually make like high-rise leggings or like faux leather leggings that you could wear more like out as part of your outfit or even like they even make like a high rise like jegging and really any of these styles that are like a high rise legging pant of any kind from Spanx, they retail for a lot and they always sell for a lot on Poshmark and flip pretty quickly. I think I found one pair before that has, they were like black and had like a velvet tuxedo stripe down the side of the leg. And I think they sold for like $75 or something and oh, wow. pretty quickly. So it's kind of a brand that if you were just, if you didn't know to be on the lookout for it and you were going down the racks at Goodwill, you might not really think twice about it. Cause you're like, Oh, like Spanx, they're more known for shapewear. I'm not going to pick this up, but the, don't sleep on the leggings. They, they sell for a lot on Poshmark. All right. Brand number eight is Kim Kardashian's skims. So This brand, I feel like, is known most for its, like, loungewear, bralettes, things like that. But really, any of the categories sell for a good price if you can find them. So the Sherpa pants or pajama sets sell really well. Bodysuits. Joggers, sweatshirts, really anything. Yeah, this is such a brand, like a really hot brand right now in general. So people are looking for it for a lower price on Poshmark. Yeah. And I feel like it's newer. So it's just 
you don't really have to worry about like oversaturation yeah on resale markets yet because like most of the product that's probably in circulation people bought within the last year for themselves so if you find it secondhand it's pretty rare and you'd be able to flip it for a lot because there's just you're not really having to compete with other people on it reselling it yet for sure okay our next brand that we wanted to include is called joa brown this is a brand neither of us have found before but just through doing research and following other resellers, it is a brand that you should know when it comes to activewear because it does resell for quite a bit on Poshmark. But yeah, same as same as like Lululemon, Outdoor Voices, Aloe, it's just kind of a luxury yoga brand. Um, and I think same rules apply to all those where it's like a high rise, especially like a full length legging is going to do well in this brand. Yes. And then our last of the top 10 activewear brands, but certainly not least, is Beyond Yoga. So this one also is one we haven't picked up ourselves yet. We haven't found it out in the wild. But looking at sold items on Poshmark, the joggers and high-waisted leggings, the sets sell for well over 50. So definitely one to keep an eye out for as well. So those are our top 10 activewear brands. You know, in the beginning of the year, a lot of people have some new fitness goals. Gyms are offering like a free month trial and stuff like that. So people are on the lookout for activewear at the beginning of the year. So if you're able to find any of these top 10 brands for good price, definitely consider picking them up. Okay, so one thing we decided to do this episode that's different from when we did our top 10 denim brands is we decided as we were brainstorming our list, we kept thinking of some brands that we decided we kind of wanted to do include as a list of like maybe skippable items. If you find them at the thrift store, there's a lot of activewear brands that, you know, were super popular maybe a few years ago and now maybe they're a little more oversaturated and, some of them we've picked up and then they end up just like sitting and sitting and then we end up accepting like a $15 offer on them six months from now. Not yeah. something we'd recommend. So we want to include our skippable athletic wear brands too. So the first one is Athleta. I've bought Athleta like full price and it's pretty expensive. So when I, at the beginning of our Poshmark journey, have had found these at a thrift store for a low price, I thought it was a total slam dunk thinking this is awesome, but I don't know what it is about Athleta. I've, I've sourced a few items of like different styles and have really struggled getting them to sell. So I'm not sure if like you said, it was like oversaturated or just there's not as big of a retail market. If the people that buy Athleta full price are just buying like Lululemon secondhand or you know what I mean? Like there's no crossover or something, but we've had trouble selling Athleta for active wear, which I find so surprising, but it is, it it is the truth in our experience. (laughs) Yeah. If you could find like a really good deal on like the pants or like sports bras for like next to nothing, then maybe look up the comps and weigh it. But I, I feel like we were picking up like even like Athleta, like dry fit 
shirts and stuff like that is not happening for the resale <laughs> i still have mine <laughs> oh i guess i sold that one long sleeve yeah pretty quickly so if i, I find it at the bins for all, yeah. for all our skippables if you could find it at the bins for like a dollar maybe still do it or maybe bring it to plato's or buffalo yeah. and see what you can do there but it's just not going to be like a 50 dollars sale or anything right the second brand we wanted to include is kind of the same vein as Athleta, Fabletics. Fabletics is like a, I think you pay like a subscription to like be a part of Fabletics. Yeah. And you can buy online from them and they have new launches all the time. I see tons of like people on social media being like sponsored by Fabletics frequently. Yeah. So you'd think if you found Fabletics that you should pick it up and be able to flip it. But I think... For the same reasons as Athleta, it just seems like there's not as much of a market for people shopping at secondhand for whatever reason. Yeah. I think the issue with Fabletics is you can get – they always have, like, promos where it's, like, two leggings for $30 or something that's just ridiculous. So yeah, I feel like people are searching those out, the, like, one-time, like, really deep discount and then buying it that way. Yeah. Again, if there's a certain style or item, might sell for a good price still. But just like on the whole, Fabletics is one that we're typically not picking up anymore. We're typically checking the cops and then like putting it back because it's just yeah looking like it's going to be there. I will say it seems like Fabletics does a lot of like celebrity collaborations. Yeah. Um, and since they are doing, they do like drops. I think they have like new drops like every month or two, honestly, of like new collections that come out. Um, so you never know. It might still be worth checking comps if you happen to find like some piece that was in one of these collections and it was limited release and people want to get their hands on it. Maybe check into it. But for the most part, don't get your hopes up. Yeah. <laughs> The next skippable is the brand Gymshark. This brand, when I think of this brand, I think of like weightlifting and like CrossFit. I feel like that's the style people that do those activities are looking for. And again, for whatever reason, just the resale market for this is just not as in demand. So even though they are pretty pricey up front, they just don't resell for a lot. I've definitely same with the Fabletics of like found it, looked up the comps and it's just like, eh, probably not a great idea. Yeah. Maybe if you found like brand new and it happens to be like a special color combo that is in demand, but yeah, I, my Play-Doh's always has a lot of Gymshark and they don't have it marked that high. So I've like, I always am checking comps on it. Now I've stopped. Yeah. But- yeah, it just seems like it's not quite there. Like, it'll sell for, like, $20, $25 maybe. Yeah. Maybe if you could find a set of, like, yeah. Gymshark or even Fabletics or Athleta, maybe that would be a little more desirable of, like, getting the whole outfit in one. Yeah. But. And if you if you didn't pay much for it and you could flip yeah. it for, like, $30 for a set, I probably would still do that. But yeah. the issue is sometimes it's, like, some of these brands at regular Goodwill or at Play-Doh's, like I wouldn't pay like 10 to $15 for any of these because they won't right. sell that much. Yeah, definitely. All right. The next one on the list, 
pink Victoria's Secret for active wear. This, I'm sure you guys know, just like it's not going to sell for that much. It's just oversaturated. They've been around forever. I don't really even have much more to say about it. I just want to pick it up. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I, one of those that's been around for a long time. So there's a lot of the items making it to thrift stores and stuff like that. So there's just too much of it on Poshmark where you can get a good deal because there's so yeah. much of it out there. I feel like I have picked it up before at the bins. You just have to be prepared. It's going to sell for like $15. So yeah, then that's kind of goes into, you know, we talked about like Maddie's word of the year, streamlining. <laughs> Is it worth it to bring it home, take pictures of it, store it and make like $10 when it's all said and done? Yeah. You might just want to put it back and keep looking for something that might be a little bit more profitable. The next skippable brand is North Face. <laughs> yeah. I've picked up like a quarter zip North Face thinking it was going to be a slam dunk like the Patagonias and it is not working. I still have it. I don't know what the deal is with North Face. I think it's one of those brands that was super popular a few years ago so it is kind of oversaturated like some of these other ones but even different styles like shorts pants I've checked comps on I feel like almost every category yeah <laughs> and it's not that great so North Face is one that I'm I mean unless the comps are there I'm really not picking it up and really not even putting it in my cart anymore to check comps yeah. on just because I'm not as interested that's another one at the bins, maybe. Yeah. But it's going to sell for maybe 20 to $25. So it's not worth paying up for anywhere else. Definitely. All right. The next brand is Zella. Or they have a sub-brand, I think, that's like Z by Zella. Mm, um, yeah. I believe it's like a Nordstrom like house brand. And it retails for... Not as high as like Lululemon or Aloe or any of those, but it, I think it sells for like $70 retail. And they are nice yoga pants if you f want to find some for yourself, but I would just say the resale value is just not there for that brand. I see a lot of that at like TJ Maxx and Marshalls too. Yes, that makes sense. All right, our next skippable brand is... a. A subcategory, but the Nike shorts. Yeah. They, you can find them for a pretty good price at like Goodwills and stuff, but they just have a hard time selling for the same like oversaturated problem where I've picked them up before. Even at Play-Doh's, I've got some on like the 90% off sale because they were only like a couple dollars each. But they get a lot of likes <laughs> on Poshmark, but they take a long time to sell. Yeah. And they don't sell for that good of a price. So other Nike styles I haven't really dabbled into. I think the collaborations, like other brands, could be worth it. And sneakers, I'm sure, are selling pretty well. But the, the classic Nike dry fit shorts are just really not worth the time yeah i feel like nike is hard because they've been around forever so they're going to be oversaturated because there's just so much out there yeah for them and then they've also there's so many different styles and then the styles through the years you really have to know your stuff with nike 
yeah in order to be able to like zone in on like what is worth money still and what's like still what people are wanting still today those shorts i've I picked those up at the bins before too and it's like even at the bins it's just like they sit so long yeah and they're gonna sell for like 12 dollars. so yeah don't put yourself not, through that not really <laughs> worth it <laughs> okay and then the last brand on our list this is kind of just a personal yeah okay so there's a brand called yogalicious <laughs> and it like if they feel nice like when you touch them it feels like a lululemon buttery buttery. yeah Yeah. i don't know if they are just like i when i saw yogalicious and felt them i one time i think at the bins i just didn't check cops i'm like oh these are probably like these are definitely a bolo brand that i just don't know i was thinking they were like beyond yoga i think because the logo looks similar i don't know if they're trying to like rip them off or something But I'm pretty sure Yogalicious is just, like, sold at, like, Walmart or it's, like, an Amazon mm. like, brand. So there's just very low resale value. So those are our eight skippable brands. Hopefully yeah. you can learn from some of our mistakes and not pick these up. But we wanted to end on a more positive note with some of our tips for reselling athletic brands. So the first tip... We mentioned a little bit throughout the episode, but picking up, if you can find a a workout set, those, I feel like even sell sometimes for more than the individual items would sell for if you can find like a top and leggings. That makes sense. Putting them together. ups the value because otherwise we're going to have to buy from two different people trying to find track their sizes and the set. But if you have it all together, like easy, worth more. Yeah, definitely. And even too, I've made like fake sets in my Poshmark closet too of like if I have two Outdoor Voices leggings that are the same size, putting them in a listing together. I've found that to be really helpful. Because if if someone's a size, you know, medium, and they know medium fits them in Outdoor Voices, then, and they're looking for more active wear, they're more likely to buy two of them together and save on the shipping than buy from two separate people. True. And that just gives you options. Cause when you have, if you buy a few, you know, like you've bought a few outdoor voices pieces, then you can list them all individually in your closet and then like combine them in different ways. And that just gets more yeah. eyes on your items too. So that's a really good tip. All right. Our second tip for reselling athletic wear When you think of a sweater shaver, you might be thinking that's for like sweaters, jackets, that's all. But a lot of times people will donate their activewear to like Goodwill or to a secondhand shop because it starts to show like that pilling on the inside of like the inner thigh, like crotch area. And if you have a sweater shaver, you can fix that right up, make it look brand new by just running your sweater shaver over that fabric especially at the bins. Like I find, I found Lululemon at the bins before that has pretty bad pilling and you could usually fix it right up with a sweater shaver where it looks honestly brand new. Yeah. It's surprising how well it works. Yeah. <laughs> like Without damaging it. <laughs> yeah. You think that it's just going to like rip it to shreds or something, but no, it works perfectly. All the pills are removed and that way you don't have to like, disclose that the item has flaws or anything like that you can kind of get it in good shape for resale yeah 
And the sweater shavers are only like $15 on Amazon. So if you have some active wear or sweaters in your closet, it might be worth picking one of those up. Yeah. We've both said it's just nice to even have one, even if you're not a reseller, just yeah. to have because for your own sweatshirts, for your own sweaters, for your own leggings, then you can keep your own stuff in good shape longer. And I think I mentioned before too, but like I've used mine on my couch before. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's really multifunctional. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Then our third pro tip for selling activewear brands is if you do find Lululemon anything, there is a website called lululemonphonetics.com and we'll link it in the show notes. But all right. And our third tip is checking out lulufanatics.com so for lululemon for the leggings there's typically a small like pocket and in the pocket there's a little like circle that has the size and then there's also like numbers in there and the numbers are like the style code basically and if you type them into lulu phonetics fan lulu phonetics fanatics lulu fanatics like like i'm a fanatic about this you know okay and if you type in the if you type in that number on lulu fanatics (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying it anymore fanatic attic of your house fanatics okay and if you type in that number on lulufanatics.com, just go with it. I'm leaving it. <laughs> that was really good. The style and pictures of it will pop up and like all the information on it, even if it's an older style or whatever. So that has been super helpful because there are so many different styles, colors, like combinations for lululemon just over the years so this website is a huge resource when trying to make a listing (laughs) because you can like use the pictures that are on there and then also use some of the words for the description i think especially with lululemon people are searching for specific like styles or colors that are specific to lululemon so knowing those keywords is really critical yeah they definitely have a fan base so they'll definitely <laughs> yeah. know if you mark something as a certain style and then it gets shipped to them usually people that shop lululemon know it really well and they might open a case being like this is not what you advertised if you don't have the right style nailed down right so good to know yeah so that wraps up our top athletic brands episode top 10 let us know if there's any brands missing from our list that you're always keeping your eye out for when it comes to athleisure and athletic wear and if you like this episode definitely leave us a five-star review on apple podcast takes five seconds makes our day (laughs) win-win helps our podcast grow yes (laughs) also if you have a question or a listener win or a topic suggestion for us, feel free to reach out to us at sistersuposh on Instagram or sistersuposh at gmail.com. Other than that, we'll be back next week with another episode. So we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Love you, Maddie.
Love you too. Bye. Bye.